How good are some of those words? The imagery of like Jesus, breath coming back into him, him rising up and getting out of that tomb. Friday, we remembered, right? Today, we celebrate and we participate. On Friday, Jesus, out of his incredible love for us, was put to death, showing us what real love actually is. He put to death sin, sickness. He even put to death death itself. Today, not only do we marvel at the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, like, like days being dead and he rose. But we celebrate that through Jesus that there is life for us. There is life. Can I tell you this morning, I might get a bit excited. I've, I lost my voice because I went to the footy yesterday. My team lost, but you know, footy. Uh, can I tell you today, the message is there is life. There is life no matter what you are facing. There is hope no matter what you are facing, no matter what you are currently going through. The power of the resurrection isn't a a historical thing that we celebrate today. The power of the resurrection is alive and available to us today. Romans 8, Paul writes a couple of things that it's really useful for us to know. Romans 8 verse 11 Paul says, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Now sometimes we can go, Resurrection Sunday, Jesus conquered death. We don't need to fear death anymore. And that's, isn't that a great message? There should be some hallelujahs to that. Salvation, that actually what Jesus did means death. We no longer have to fear anymore. But Paul's actually saying he will give life to your mortal bodies. Like he'll give life to you now. The same spirit living within you. Ephesians 1, again, Paul writing, says this, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. The same power that turned death to life is available to us who believe. No longer do we need to fear death. Amen? No, amen. Now, can I just tell you, the message today is that there is life. There is life. Can I tell you, it doesn't mean that we won't face grief. Because we're human and, and we're going to face grief, aren't we? It doesn't mean that we won't face sickness, because who knows that we will face sickness. It doesn't mean we won't experience disappointment and hurt. But it does mean that we don't have to fear it anymore. It does mean that there will always 
be life, that there will always be restoration, that there will always be renewal after those things. Do we believe that here today? Maybe you want to believe it, but, but you haven't experienced it yet. Well, we're here this morning, so let's experience it, hey? <laughs> I've been thinking about a, a Jesus story from Scripture all week, and I, I think that it, we've already read the Matthew's account of, of Jesus, like uh, Mary and Mary going to the tomb. He's not there. He's gone, and Jesus kind of presents himself afterwards. We've read that. But there's another story, and it's actually kind of earlier on in Jesus' ministry. And I want us to experience the resurrection today. And I just, I think it's going to be good for us to look at this story. It comes from Mark 5, but I'm going to pray and, yeah, let's, let's hope that God reveals some stuff to us this morning. God, you are good. Again, we thank you that, Jesus, you are not dead or a memory. You are alive and you are risen and that that same power is available here for us today. That no matter what we go through in life, no matter what we experience in the pain and, and death and grief, there is always resurrection. That there is always restoration and renewal. And we just thank you so much for that, God. Holy Spirit, have your way here in these moments. Just ask that our hearts be open to receive what you've got for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So from Mark 5, I'm not going to actually read Scripture. I'd, I'd rather just tell you the story. I'll try and be as accurate as I can. But uh, Jesus is, is on his way. Who knows that when we read Scripture a lot and we hear a Jesus story, Jesus is on his way to somewhere, isn't he? It's always like he's always on the move. He's just walking. Well, Jesus is just on his way. He's just got out of a boat. Anyway, as Jesus is walking, a local, a local leader of the synagogue sees Jesus and he comes to Jesus and his name was Jairus and he says to Jesus, Jesus, my daughter is unwell. In fact, she's so unwell that she's dying. If you, Jesus, would just come and lay hands on her, she will live. So Jesus and Jairus start heading towards Jairus's house where his daughter was and all these people had started to follow as we hear seemed to happen wherever Jesus was, crowds started to form. And they were crowding all around Jesus and Jairus as they were moving. But in the crowd, there was a woman. And this woman had been suffering with, with, for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had seen all the doctors. She had spent all of her money trying to get better. But actually, Scripture tells us that she was only getting worse. She heard the commotion. She had heard about Jesus. And she thought to herself, if only I could get close enough to touch Jesus, I might be healed. So the woman makes her way through the crowd. She reaches out and she touches Jesus' cloak. Scripture tells us immediately the bleeding stopped. And she could feel inside her body that she had been healed. Jesus realised healing power had come out of him. 
can we just think about that for a second? That's pretty cool. He realized that healing power had come out of him in a big crowd. And, and he turns around and he's like, who touched me? And his disciples, can, how many times do we hear stories of the disciples and we go, man, the disciples were thick. You know, like you're just like, you probably use worse language than that at times. But the disciples are like, Jesus, come on, man. Like we're in a crowd, of course, heaps of people. There's no way you're going to know. Anyway, Jesus turns around and asks again and the woman, woman comes forward, kneels at Jesus' feet. And Jesus blesses her. As Jesus is talking to the woman, messages come from Jairus' house. Announcing that his daughter had died. They said, there's no use Jesus in coming now. We don't, we don't want to waste your time. But Jesus told them, don't be afraid. Have we heard that already today? Angel saying, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Have faith, Jesus says. Jesus uh, actually stopped the crowd from, from following them at this point, And he headed to Jairus' house, where he saw the family wailing, weeping, and grieving. Jesus asked them, why, why are you weeping? The child's not dead, she's just sleeping. The people all kind of laughed at Jesus at this point. Kind of, what is he saying? Like, Jesus. So Jesus moved away from those. He took the child's parents and he took three disciples with him into the house. And Jesus went to the little girl. He held her hand and he said, little girl, get up. And the 12-year-old girl got up immediately, started walking around. And, he, and Jesus is kind of like, okay, sh- let's keep this a bit quiet to the parents. And then said, can you just feed her though? She might just need a bit of food. And that's the kind of end of the scripture story. Can I tell you in this story, we see two seemingly hopeless situations. We see one story of, of, of death and we see a story of long-term suffering. But Jesus brings life, doesn't he? Jesus brings life. Now we see it in Scripture and the Gospels when we look at the stories of Jesus. But can I tell you, it's not just stories from a long time ago. Jesus is risen. He is alive. And Jesus brings life and he brings healing and he brings resurrection today. Now. Not maybe later. Now. Whether it be for you, long-term suffering, We hear the story of the woman, it's been 12 years, suffering, doing all she can to get better. Who knows, one encounter with Jesus, and Jesus brings life. Can I tell you, the same is for us today. Some of you may have spent a long time suffering. I want to tell you, just one encounter with Jesus can change that, can bring life, can't it? 
Sometimes we get sudden horrible news, don't we? Has anyone ever got one of those horrible phone calls? We had one last Saturday that Dad had had a heart attack. Well, actually, at that point, we didn't really know what was going on. But, but we get these phone calls which do shift things. They bring about grief. We hear about death and, and, and sickness. Can I tell you that these are all situations in which Jesus brings life? For some of us, it might be more around anxiety or depression. Can I tell you and give you peace this morning? Jesus brings life. I love that uh, we read in the account where the, the women went to the tomb and the angel says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We hear in this story where, where like, people bring bad news to Jesus. The messengers come and he says, don't be afraid. This morning, I want you to hear those words. Don't be afraid. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, because of the, the rising from the dead, we don't need to live in fear anymore. The greatest thing that we have to fear is death, right? The finality of death. Can I tell you that that has been defeated? Is that good news? That's been defeated. So we no longer have to fear that. And if we don't fear that, well, we may as well not fear sickness as well. Because Jesus can heal. We don't need to fear these things anymore. Now, God is sovereign, isn't he? And there are times where God works in his timing, like 100%. He doesn't always work in the way we want. But can I tell you what he always does? Every single time he brings life. He brings life every time. Today I said, this isn't just about memory. But we're going to celebrate. We've, we've sung some praise and we probably will again. But we are going to participate today. Some of us can testify to this life, this goodness of God. But for some of us, we're still waiting to experience that life. Today, I want to allow some room for us to experience the life that Jesus brings. I want us to pray. I want to see God do what only God can do this morning. I'm going to invite the team to come and just play. We are going to sing together in a second. We're going to do something that we don't do very often. Usually we'd, we'd kind of gather around in groups and just pray for each other. But this morning, we're going to sing, and I'm going to invite you, if you're wanting to experience that life. I'm going to invite you to, to step out the front today, to take a few steps forward in faith. And I'm going to get a couple of people around and we're going to pray. But if you've been suffering, how about this morning we say there's enough of that and we invite Jesus to bring life to that. For those of us who 
have sickness in our bodies. Let's pray for resurrection power. For those of us who, maybe our head's pretty cloudy. Maybe our mental health hasn't been amazing. I believe that God can bring life in an instant. God, the creator of the universe, can come and restore and renew. For those of us who are in a space of grief, just can't understand what's going on around us. Everything just is confusing. The sadness kind of won't leave. I invite you to step forward and let's pray that God intervenes and brings life. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, come and move. We don't want to just talk about your resurrection. This morning, we want to experience it and participate in it. Give us the faith of both Jairus and the woman in the crowd that we might step forward this morning to meet with you, Jesus. I'm going to invite you to stand. We're going to sing together. But if there's anyone here this morning who wants to step into life, I invite you to, to come and meet me at the front. I'd love to pray with you. I know that there, we've got a couple of people around who, who would love to, to pray with you. There's no shame, is there? There's no shame. We want to experience life together. So we're going to sing. And as we sing, I invite you, let's experience resurrection together.